You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in today's Gospel, we read that great crowds accompanied Jesus on his way. Who was this crowd? The crowd belongs to all those who were following Jesus to Jerusalem. They were not exactly followers. They were more like curious observers. They wanted to know what Jesus would do when he arrived at Jerusalem because there was excitement all around about his messianic possibilities. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, the Lord Jesus turned and spoke to them. And he said, If any man comes to me without hating his father, mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, yes, his own life too, he cannot be my disciple. Anyone who does not carry his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. It is important, therefore, for us to distinguish what it means to be a disciple and what it is to be a follower. There are some Catholics, they are not exactly disciples of the Lord. They are more like followers. Followers are those who are not involved in their commitment to the Lord. They have a very shallow, superficial relationship. They might be members of the Roman Catholic Church. They might have got themselves baptized into the church. Occasionally, they might help in the church. They might even attend Mass regularly on Sundays, say a few prayers, do some good works. But they are not really committed to the Lord. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, a follower is one who just looks at Jesus but does not obey his commandments, does not build his life on the rock as Jesus taught us in St. Matthew's Gospel on the Word of God. They pick and choose what they like to follow and what they do not like. Being a baptized Catholic is more like a feel-good experience to get some kind of inspiration, encouragement along the way. But it is not really one of discipleship. A disciple must be ready, as Jesus said, to carry his cross and come after him. Those who were followers of Jesus, they followed Jesus right up to Jerusalem. When Jesus was no longer popular and the religious authorities have got the people to go against Jesus, what happened to the crowd? They joined them. They did not stand by Jesus. They were fair-weather friends. And so, 
What about us, those of us who are baptized? Are we fair weather friends of Jesus or are we truly his disciples ever ready to learn and to follow Jesus to the passion, to his cross, even when we risk being misunderstood and ridiculed? That is why in today's gospel, Jesus tells us if we want to be disciples of his, we must first count the cause. And then give us the analogy of someone building a tower. If you want to build a tower, you must first sit down and consider the cost to see whether you can afford to build it. Otherwise, he said, you will leave the tower unfinished and people will laugh at you. So too, it's important for us to realize that being a Christian, being baptized is more than just uh, attending a few masses and uh, giving some money to charity. Being baptized means discipleship, ongoing discipleship, always looking at Jesus, always reading the word of God, always trying to imitate Jesus in his life, in his way of dealing with people, in his love for his father. That is what discipleship is all about. But many of us, we think discipleship stops the moment we finish our LCAA nine months. And that's it. Finished. Let us go to the next seminar and we continue life as before. Your life can never be the same. Once you are baptized, you are called to be committed to the Lord. You have to give your entire self. As, as, as what the Lord said, none of you can be my disciple unless he gives up all his possessions. Secondly, to be truly a disciple of the Lord, Jesus makes it clear, he must be the center of our life. And that is why he said, you must love, you must hate even your father and mother and relatives and your own life too. Putting Jesus as center of our life means to say, everything that we do must be focused on him and must depart from him. Of course, the words that Jesus used were very strong, semantic uh, illustration of what it means to be committed to the Lord. He is not asking us to hate our father and mother and relatives and friends. That is not the case. But, he warns, if we do not put Jesus as the center of our relationship, then our relationships with our parents, with our loved ones, with our friends, will become disordered. We will make a mess of our relationship. And that is what St. Paul wants us uh, in the first part of his letter to the Romans, that those who do not worship God begins to worship creatures. And we want to possess them. Truly, my dear brothers and sisters, many beautiful relationships have been broken because we place people before God. We place people before Jesus. We place our love for our girlfriends, for our boyfriend, before Jesus. We place our love for ambition, for power, for career, before Jesus. And truly, my dear brothers and sisters, when Jesus is not the center of our life, then everything will be out of perspective. But when you put Jesus in every relationship, 
we can be very certain that relationship will flourish, will blossom. Because when Jesus is in that relationship, Jesus will teach us how to love, how to give, how to be selfless, how to be authentic, how to be forgiving, how to be patient, how to be tolerant. When the person loves like Jesus, that relationship always worked out. But when a person has no Jesus in his relationship, then he will use his insecurity, his anger, his uh, possessiveness to try to control the relationship. That is why such relationships will not work. It will not work. So when Jesus says, hate your father and mother, it is just the other way around. If you love me more, you love your father even more and your mother even more and your in-laws even more because when we love Jesus, we want to love others. And thirdly, we are told that discipleship requires also to consider the implications, implications of rejecting Jesus in the second uh, analogy that Jesus gave in today's gospel about a king who is going for battle against another king. And Jesus said, you know, you need to count again, consider the cost. If you have only 10,000 and the other king got 20,000, before you want to wage war with the other king who is, has more soldiers, you better count your cost. Can you do it? In this case, in this analogy, the person has no choice. He is faced with a king that is more powerful than him. What must he do? Either he asks for peace. If he fights, he will be killed. There is no choice. In the first analogy, to build a house, you got a choice. In this case, there is no choice. And Jesus is saying, look, I'm here. I'm the king of kings. I'm more powerful than Satan, than the evil one. Will you choose the evil one or will you choose me? Because Jesus is the stronger man. Jesus is the king. So it's important for us today to make a decision a wise decision to choose Jesus as our king, to let our lives be ruled by him. Of course, being a disciple of Jesus, we have to pay a high price. It is true. Because not only very often in today's first gospel game when Jesus said, putting your family after him, the truth is Jesus is Inviting us. In those days, it was either the choice of Jesus might bring about being ostracized from the family. Being a Christian in those days was a very demanding choice. If you choose to be a Christian, not only you are ostracized from your family, but from the whole community. And so it was a price to pay. Even today, if you want to choose Jesus, it might mean to say, you have to give up some of your, what we call, irregular businesses. You might have to give up irregular relationships. You might have to give up your wealth, your 
wealth that has been ill-gotten, and all these things, it means sacrifice. It means sometimes giving up position because the position you are holding is making you doing all the wrong things and the evil things. You want to have yourself promoted or you want to live an honest life? How then can we follow Jesus today? The first reading tells us, you know, avoid getting into debt except the debt of mutual love. Unless we love Jesus, unless Jesus is experienced as the love of God, we would have no capacity. To love with your own strength alone, you will not go very far. But we must love with the love of Jesus in our heart. And that's why the, design, the commandments can be observed, provided we let the love of God enter in our hearts. When there is love, nothing is impossible. So let the love of God be in us, so that we can love others in the same way the Lord has loved us. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.